Good day, everyone. Welcome to our Living Intentionally podcast. It's Abisola here, a proud, proud, proud member of Living Intentionally for God. Yay! Okay, so we have another exciting series for you guys, and I feel very privileged to be starting off the series, to be introducing the series to you guys. Sorry for my Nigerian American accent, it do happen. Okay, so the title of the series is Who is Man? Yay. We're going to be talking about a lot of things this series. We're going to be talking about what man is, who created man, why why man was created. We're going to be talking about all the intricacies, the soul of a man, the spirit of a man, the purpose of man. Do you understand? We're going to be talking about like so many things and would really, really it's going to be a really nice time and a really good podcast series. So we really hope that you do not stop after this one. But that you check out our other series. Okay, so before we start, let us pray because prayer is the key. Okay. Heavenly Father, King of Kings, Lord of all, thank you for who you are to us. Thank you because you are exactly everything that you said you are and more. And Father, as you have promised to lead us into all truth. We press him by faith into your truth and we ask that you grant us understanding. And as I speak, Daddy, I pray that you fill me up with your words and your spirit to speak your truth with conviction and understanding in the name of Jesus. And that every ear that hears these words would be be convicted, would would feel enriched to go on in the study of your word which should increase their knowledge of you and increase our knowledge of you father we pray that you help us during this podcast series for in jesus mighty name i have prayed amen so as i'm saying everything i'm saying god is right here with me i'm not alone so y'all are in this podcast with me and my jesus Mm -hmm. okay so first of all who is god if you've had any atheist or agnostic friends, God, I won't say God forbid, but I think it's better for Christians to even befriend them so that we would have, um, you know, platforms to talk to them and all. But the first question, who is God? The first thing, um, who does God say he is? I think is a better question. God is God. Number one, God is God. There are different um, parts of the Bible where God says who he is. We see in Genesis um, 1 verse 1, we see God introducing himself as a creator in Genesis um, 1 verse 1, where he says, um, sorry, give me a minute to open my Bible. He says, in the beginning, we see God as a creator in Genesis 1 verse 1, where he says, God created the heavens and earth. We see in Genesis 1 verse 27, where it says, God created man in his own image. So we know for sure, according to Genesis 1 27, that the creator of man is God. I don't care where they think man evolved from. But the truth, we know that things that are seen were created from that which is not seen. Not the Big Bang, but that which is not seen, which is God. We, we know that 
God created man in his own image, in the image, image, in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Psalm 104 verse 30 says, you send forth your spirit and they are created. Are you not excited? God created both the old and the new man. Wow. Hey, that excites me. You renew the face of the earth. You renew the face of the earth. I think I should read that Psalm 104 verse 30 again. You send forth your spirit and they are created. Wow. Exodus 20 verse 11 says, For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. So, now we know that God is the owner of all that is created. The Bible says about Jesus Christ that there is nothing that was made that wasn't made through him. There was nothing that was made that was not made through Christ Jesus. Everything was made through him and for him. You know, they say that um, creation is just like, you know, God is the one who says, um, you know, in the beginning, he says, let us create man in our own image. And we know God is a trinity. God dwells in a trinity. God do- is, we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. So we know God the Father is the one that says, okay, do this. And God the Son goes forth, is the channel by which it is done. And the Holy Spirit is the power through which it, it is done. Um, they use a electricity to explain it if to make me um, understand what I'm trying to say a little better. You know, God says, go turn on the light. And then Jesus goes there and flips the switch. Hey, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus goes there to flip the switch. And then the power that makes the light bulb have that light is the Holy Spirit. So therefore, God says, let's create man in our own image. Then man is created in the image of God and in his very likeness. And then he breathed the breath of life into man. And then that is his spirit into man. So man is created by the spirit of God is what I'm trying to say. So to think that your very essence is the spirit of God. That your very essence is the spirit of God. I'm sorry if I lost you a bit there. But I hope that um, I found you in the end. So just to know, just to emphasize that God created man. The first question is who is who is God? God is a God is creator, creator of man, creator of all things. God is omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent. So we see that in um. We see his omnipotence in Psalm 91, 1 to 2. It says that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. If you read the book of Isaiah, there are more um, more um, descriptive um chapters that talk about God's power. Where Isaiah talks about the hand of God, how mighty it is to bring people out of their problems see psalms or if you read the book of psalms 18 psalms 18 is one of my favorite psalms because it just paints this picture of the power and the sovereignty of the power and the glory of the power of god in its most frightening form that just puts the fear of god into you no pun intended 
so god is so powerful god is so powerful um ephesians 1 19 to 20 says and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power do you know how much hmm, you see if you've watched all those um witch movies no i actually like all the movies that have exponential elements um you know just like the basic ones you know not the extreme ones you know the extreme ones i'm talking about but like the basic ones like um watch basic ones now <laughs> the basic ones let's say legacies or uh, i want to say witches of east end but now that i said witches of east end was quite extreme ah originals of vampire diaries you see if they wanted to raise someone from the dead in those movies it would take like so much energy like they would get this thing they would say oh we need to get this dagger we need to get this 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 we need to do this we need to do that like even when man thinks of raising someone from the dead like it's not don't let these movies make you think there is something very easy like if you've seen someone who has died before you know that they're gone but even in these movies even when they try to raise people from the dead like he always comes with a lot of complications let's say the person would be raised but the person will still be dying the person will still be doing this 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 it's something some even dying from the dead my point is that the power of god was enough to raise christ from the dead and was enough to raise all of us from the dead with him because when he died we died and as he rose we all rose with him as well so god is all powerful god is all powerful he's omnipotent it's also omniscient he knows everything psalm 139 you have searched me and you have known me you know my sitting down you know my standing up god knows who you are more than you know who you are you know, it says sometimes 3, 13 to 15. The Lord looks from heaven. He sees all the sons of men. From the place of his dwelling, he looks on all the inhabitants of earth. He fashions their hearts individually. He considers all their works. Luke 12, 6 to 7. Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins? And not one of them is forgotten before God. But the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are more valuable than many sparrows. God is omniscient. More than him knowing everything, he knows you. How wonderful it is that the God who made you, who made him a part of your essence, who made his power and his being a part of your essence or your very essence in Christ Jesus knows your intricacies. He knows you more than you know yourself. You know, David says that which, which man understands his shortcomings and who can predict his faults? But God knows them all. Like God knows everything about you. His all-knowing is all-powerful. That's who your father is. That's who we worship is. His omnipresence is everywhere. And this is one of my favorite, like one that I hold dear to my heart. It says Psalm 139, 7 to 10. It says that even when if I make my bed in hell, God is there with me. You know, it's less about him being in hell and more about him being with you. I feel like praying a little <laughs> okay yea though i walk to the valley of the shadows of death i will fear no evil for you are with me ha your rod and your staff comfort me 
2 Chronicles 16.9 For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. His eyes run to and fro looking to make himself your stronghold. The Lord is looking, he's willing to be present where you are to dwell as your stronghold, to dwell as a stronghold in your mind so that when your mind goes to hellish places, he's there with you as a stronghold to bring you back. That is God. That is who God is to man. It is less about the hell and it is more about being with you. God loves you so much. Okay, moving on. So that is who God is. God is omnipotent. God is omniscient. And about his characteristics, you know, I just said God loves you. God is loving. God is merciful. God is kind. God is everything his spirit is. So when you see fruits of the spirit, attributes of the spirit attributes of jesus those are the attributes of god he's loving he's kind you know when he says someone is kind god is kind god is patient god is patient he's a long suffering Ah, God is long-suffering. I mean, if, if a parent, if the parent of an addict can fight for them for years, just imagine how much more God, the person that fashioned you himself, that made you his workmanship. You know, when they say something is your workmanship, it is your responsibility that has made you his responsibility. He's kind to you. He's patient. He's kind. He's long-suffering. He doesn't remember your wrong. When you have, when when you when you repent and you bring it to him in the name of Jesus, because he says it that he himself blots out your sins like the clouds cover space, and he does not remember them anymore. God does not remember your sins anymore when you have repented. He said, "Love forgives all wrongs." He does not keep a record of wrongs. Ha! Who else? Who else, please? Okay, love is patient, love is kind, love is long suffering. Love is a lot of things. <laughs> love is a lot of things. God is love. Okay. You know, God is, so we've said God is creator of man, creator of all things. God dwells in a trinity. God dwells in a trinity. God, um, God is patience god is everything the holy spirit is and jesus is the image of god so god is everything his spirit is jesus is everything god is um god is everything yeah the spirit is everything jesus is the holy spirit everything god is so yeah okay so moving on how were we created you know um in the book of genesis let me open it real quick. I'm sorry, I do not have it opened. But we see in the book of Genesis, um, and we also previously read Psalm 104 verse 30, or it said, you send forth your spirit and they are created. You send forth your spirit and they are created. Okay. So, now we see um, the book of um ah oh, looking for but 
um, it says that, and God breathed into man, he created man from dust and breathed his breath of life into man. And man became a living soul. And man became a living soul. So that part of the Bible is found in the book of Genesis 2 verse 7. Genesis 2 verse 7. So the book of Genesis 2 verse 7 says that then God formed man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into his nostrils and man became a living person. That is how man created. He took you from the dust and formed you. But man could not function just as dust. But the spirit of God breathed into you. The life of God, the Zoe life, breathed into you, made you a living soul. So man is made up of a soul, spirit, and body, and um, flesh. Um, spirit, soul, and body. That's what man is made of. That's what man is made of. And we know that... Um, yeah, so that's how man was created out and would expand further on this verse in further series because we know about the fall of man. We know that, you know, they, when the Bible says, ah, man died, man died, and then God has come to... Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry, but that is how we were created. We are created by the breath of God. Breath of life. Send oh that's a different song that was, that's bread of life no breath of life okay so why were we created why were we created oh you guys I have to run along why were we created we were created in the image of God as His workmanship we're created as His workmanship they said a book of Ephesians two ten. The book of Ephesians 2.10 says, And we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he had prepared beforehand that we should walk within them. So God created us for good works. Long ago that we should walk in them. God created us in his image. It is, it's, the thing is that, you know when God says, Be holy for I am holy. He has created you to be holy because he is holy. So because you're created after his image of holiness, you should be holy. Because you're created out of the, his image of love, you should love. Because you're created out of his image of mercy, you should be merciful. Because we are created in his image, we walk as his image because we are christ incarnate we walk as christ incarnated because we are created in the spirit of god you know the bible says that and he raised us up together with christ jesus as one spirit with him the spirit that raised jesus christ from the dead dwells in you new creation reality tap into it tap into it the life that is in you when you give your life to christ is the life of god 
And because you have that life in you, you walk according to that life. You talk, you love, you you show mercy because mercy flows through your veins. Out of your belly flows springs of life, springs of living water. You love, you show mercy. You're kind because God, because kindness is part of your DNA. You exhume kindness naturally. So we are called. In fact, that is the summary, honestly. That's what we're created for. We're created to be like him. Because we are created in him. Wow, okay. So we have so much more to talk about in this podcast. We have so much more. And I cannot wait for the Holy Spirit to convict. For the Holy Spirit to bless. And for the Holy Spirit to speak to you, listener. In the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today. Um, in the next podcast, we're going to be talking about is man a soul, a body, or a spirit? You know, maybe I just sprinkled a little bit of confusion. <laughs> Not confusion. A little bit of curiosity so that you could prepare your, your mind for that one. Like, don't you want to know? I'm excited for you to know. Thank you so much. Thank you for spending time with me. I can't wait to see you next time. Bye. Peace out.